record. One, one, two, two, two three, three, five, four, six, seven, seven eight, eight, nine. Josh, it's ten. been a long time. Perfect. You lead us in. Hello. What? Welcome to Postscripted. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't really tell who you said, so I'm like, well, you know, here we are. Keep going. Postscript to Evangelion. Not cutting here any of go. this. <laughs> Let's go. We are we are still wildly good at intros. You know, I I don't even know what to say because we are we're going to attempt to start talking about Evangelion from unit twenty unit twenty <laughs> episode. Oh 20. my god, Evangelion unit twenty. Oh. From episode 20. We're going to try to get to episode 24 in this, but um, because we're really good planners and this is unscripted gaming, postscripted, um, that might not be the best idea because it's these are some jam-packed episodes because... It's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> lot to unpack. So we're, we're going to start here in episode 20 after the, uh, the last live watch and then try to see how far we get in a reasonable amount of time. I think if we spend 15 minutes per episode, it's totally possible. Oh, so basically one full episode each. Shut up. Let's get started. <laughs> First of all, after our um, uh, live watch of one of the most effed up episodes of Evangelion, episode 19, the episode that uh, changes the world, uh, just a brief, the episode gives a brief recap. Uh, the episode goes full beast mode. It eats an angel alive. It regrows its arm by. <laughs> We're not even getting into that. It, it, it... So it has a. Yeah, it was in the case, AT field, in obviously. Case, in case you forgot, like you know, let, let's say in the worst case you're watching this, at, you know, as it was airing. Unless you forgot last week, Ava Unwin went crazy. It mm -hmm. ate an angel. It regrew its arm by attaching the other angel's arm to it and just turning it into its arm shit got wacky yeah and uh the episode picks up from there where uh misato says all right well that was a thing let's get shinji out of that plug and uh ritsuko says um you don't know what 400 percent sync ratio means do you yeah <laughs> about that uh, shinji so, uh... Shinji is in the plug. He's Honestly, just LCL fluid. Shinji really just living the millennial dream of being congealed into goo. Yeah. Like his, his being and his soul are in the LCL fluid. Just because they like so they got like the unit zero. No unit, unit one. one yeah. Shit. Sorry. Oh, owned. Oh no. Oh, no. I found owned. Um, We're gonna get some corrections about that. Mm. Uh, oh, oh my god. Episode. So unit one's like band they got him like bandaged up and they're like trying to get Shinji out of the um entry plug. But then they're and they're like they get eventually and I like all the Again, some of my favorite stuff in Ava has been like all like the weird kind of low like the weird like high tech like computers and graphics and screens and stuff interlaced with all this like weird spiritual biological stuff. like I like seeing them kind of mix all that stuff together mm -hmm. and this episode they're like oh wait we got a camera inside the entry plug let's take a look at it and Shinji's just gone yep. like his suit is still there but he's just gone but if I remember correctly just... in, in episode 19 he didn't have his suit like he ran no no they addressed that they, so Mike made a mistake what they do to try to get Shinji back is they throw the suit inside the plug so they can try to get Shinji's body to reform around it. It's like, it's like here, whatever your body goo form has taken, fill this Yeah, suit. that, yeah. It would be like it, it, if, like, Josh ever congealed into goo someday <laughs> and we had to get him out. We were like, hey, look. Here's a tank top and a glass of bourbon. Ah! And ah! It would be ah! Okay, you know that might work, like, actually. He'd be like, oh, hey, thanks. Oh, no, no I'm back. No. I'm a solid again. <laughs> uh, because obviously to live as a pile of goo merged with... I have to worry about income something. inequality again. 
I wanna I wanna fast forward uh, because uh, so well, there... real real quick can can we talk just like again uh, some of the strongest stuff in Evangelion like the imagery in these first few minutes of unit you know the the headless armless unit two unit one all crazy eyed and bandaged up with mm-hmm. basically you know its armor gone but like you know these low tech bandages all over its body um the the core that you see in all the angels now exposed on ava you're like oh the the other guys have that too you know there's there's a lot just like visually that they go over quickly as they're talking about this that just gives you a sense of just truly how messed up these creatures are and and what what is going on it gets worse sele in this uh scene right after they've realized shinji is goo which is what we're going to refer to him now goo shinji uh sele says uh so you don't know one ate an angel and he now has an s2 core which means he can go berserk whenever he wants without breaking his armor uh he's a god we, we that's a god we were never meant, they were never meant to have S2 cores, and, like, you see all the leaders and Sele around that table just freaking out, because they don't know what to make of this, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you know also, what? Also, right, remember, Unit 1 is a she. Yes! I knew it! They do say Unit 1 yeah, is a she several times. We kind of uh, learn. Doc, in doctor in says in, in episode 9, she, she just goes, she's awoken, or waken, whatever, you know. Whatever yeah, episode 19. It does use that she pronoun, and they use it here. Who is unit one? Is it Beyonce? Huh. While um, we're talking about the she, yeah. But, yeah, so I love, but I love, again, another thing I love is stark dramatic title cards. <laughs> yeah. And when when this episode goes from, like, day one, day two, day 30, yeah. you're just like, Oh no, he's like goo goo. He is oh no. Um and I think some of this some of the other stuff is like I think they do a lot of great stuff with Misato and Ritsuku mm-hmm. here cuz th- you get a really great dynamic cuz like Misato is kind of she's like a good leader but is very cl- very this is kind of the point where we see like how she's like almost like too invested in Shinji like almost like she care wants to care and protect for him almost to a fault yeah. and Ritsuku is like oh this is a salvage operation Ritsuku like, is taking this and, as a and, loss and Misato's like how dare you say that and it is I and she's I get this isn't the episode where Misato hits her right it is but yeah yeah it, it totally is she's yeah. about right so too. yeah they're like she's um like I, I think that dynamic is like really interesting, mm-hmm. and just like because how, like how overprotective Masato is in a way that is like endearing, but is also I think go. I, I think I even said on a previous episode that I, I was very worried for how, like Masato might get hurt because of how like attached she gets to people that she cares about and it's like ah this is bad ah you guys wanna Um, you guys wanna talk about uh look so shinji's having like a super existential crisis because he's obviously if he's been turned gushinji is gushinji and yeah meanwhile in the the gooverse uh shinji is talking to himself he's gone beyond human consciousness he's having this weird reality trip which is you know, considering that this is an anime that came out in 1995, it's just still really worth watching today for, like, a psychological trip. And uh, he's having some mental-slash-sexual images of both Masato, uh, Rei, and then Asuka, of course. And finally, he has his several flashbacks yeah. of his mother talking to him. And... Ritsuko mentions at the very beginning that uh, this isn't the first time we've hit 400% sync ratio. And Masato says, well, when was the first time? And Ritsuko says, oh, Shinji remembers. Uh, uh, no, he 
doesn't question mark but we get to um, that later so i don't know a lot about this but they're like hey you should merge and be one with me don't you want to be one with me yeah. it feels really nice and as it's playing that weird like oh we're in the trippy place music yeah. and um and we're on like that weird old style train and stuff and whatever whoever is attacking the shinji's consciousness is it him is it someone or something else is trying to get him to like just accept death and merge with whatever it is is it the Ava talking to him? Is it... Yeah, I am unsure about that. I, d I am going to assume this has something to do with the Human Instrumentality Project. That gets mentioned again briefly. It gets mentioned a lot more in the next episode. But I don't really know what that means. There's, a, like... the, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of possibility in this who is talking to Shinji scenario? Like who is trying to convince yeah. him to kind of let go of this last bit of connection he has to the physical world. Mm -hmm. um, Cause I also think in this episode, they talk about, you know, they, they kind of mention again, what he thinks the plug smells like in conjunction with them talking about the 400% synchronization being the second time this has happened. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of potential, actors at play here trying to pull Shinji in and it's it's really interesting to to see him having this this crisis of basically do I stay or do I go yeah uh so getting to the end of the episode um they go ahead and they attempt one last effort and all it is is they try just a a resync of the Ava to the plug suit doesn't work the Ava rejects the plug suit. It rejects the actual plug. It pops open the LCL fluid. As far as Masato knows, Shinji's dead because he's just this goop on the floor in the lab. <laughs> she has a nice cry and she yells at the Ava to give him back. And out of nowhere, Shinji pops out of the core of the Ava. Yeah, it makes that noise. Just blop. Blop. Just a real good, just a real good wet meat flop and yep. just like oh god just a human being pops out of the core of ava and no one like brings much question to it like they go home afterwards you're like well shinji's alive it's like no this is fine this is this is great yeah it's a little behind schedule it's what's fine. so weird about this show sometimes is when like i'm sorry what is <laughs> when i i realized what i said okay is <laughs> when like the show just does another shark jump and they're like, yep, that's dinner. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. <laughs> you, know what's, you, yeah, know what's really, so like, you know what's really good after a stressful day of people wet meat flopping out of an Ava core? You're going there, aren't you? Getting stuck real hard by Kaj. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to bring this up. We'll spend the last one minute on this because they spent like two minutes of Kaji and Masato just... <laughs> Just going at it. Just like just going at it. I had a piece about. I had a piece about this. <laughs> I feel like. Tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like the show, because because at the end after Shinji gets out, she goes to visit Masada or Kaji, and that's when they have sex. And then Kaji gives her the the thing. That yeah, is the it, secret info. It's right? a pill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I feel like this show, is it trying to tell me that Masato is bad for having sex with Kaji? Because that's the vibe I got. And I'm like, is this supposed to be like, oh, what a tragic, oh, how bad of Masato to have sex with somebody. And I'm just like. I didn't get that. I I got the uh, I got the uh -huh. she is going through a lot emotionally and and has allowed herself to go seek comfort in in somebody that she really knows that she probably shouldn't. 
given past events. Like I don't I don't think there's any sort of like you you know you shouldn't be doing this. It's in terms of like she's yeah, bad. It's just like it's like you know better, but you know what, girl, we're gonna give this one to you because you've been through a lot. Yeah, that's I that's kind of what I hope because it feels like some sometimes they're like, oh, it's good when women are mothers in this show, and it's like I, I'm so I'm. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to give this away, but I mean, Mike, we're talking about your your question is answer in episode twenty five. Okay. okay, we'll we'll get to I that. I think even with I even think in this set of four episodes, like this this serves a, an important purpose about some, because of something that happens in two episodes. So I think yeah. that this this scene is meant to make something else a little more emotionally impactful for her and the audience. Yes. So let's move on to uh, episode 21. The birth of Nerve. This is a really good uh, flashback episode. Nar. Nar. Oh, because this is the... I appreciate that this episode doesn't start right away with the the title sequence. You know, you you get a flashback to 2000 and Antarctica... With some surveillance video, that was sick. that was so creepy. I that forgot was so that was good. there. Because there's a lot they pack into that too. Yeah, like yeah, the UN underground base too. Mm-hmm. You know, August fifth, two thousand, and and you know all the recording and all of a sudden, um, oh, P.S. Second impact. They they're talking about some high religious stuff. They're like, try to pierce it with the spear of Long, uh, Longinus or Longinus. Oh no, it's opening the door of Goth. Like what? What is going on right now? And then you see it walk in front of the camera, and then it cuts the feed. Like you can't, you can't open like that. You can't be doing that. <laughs> Don't walk up in my house and just try, try to spill this knowledge on me like that. And then it op- gets to the opening. It's like, oh no, oh, okay, all right. Alright, we're, we're moving on out. But yes, that that's it. Try using the spear. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I. But yeah, there were also those guys like going on a weird anti-scientist rant that I was like, what is going on? There's some just real good like flavor building mm-hmm. there that I was a fan of. Um, but yeah, this episode is a... Um, uh, all of a sudden, uh, Fuyutsuki is being interrogated by Sele. Yeah. Or okay, because now at this point, if I'm not mistaken, they're showing up as like the sound only. Yeah, they come as the, the and and it's gone from like five people to like twenty. Yeah. Because I. I I was confused because I'm like, wait, because this is the same group of people as, like, the rainbow-looking people that um, Gendo talks to sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is – is this the, is Sele the same thing as the Human Instrumentality Council? I mean, yes, but you're I not think, using I those words correctly. I think they're relatively, ah! like, related. Yeah, you're – Okay. You're, I want to say yes but and like, no. The people he's being interrogated by are definitely like the rainbow colored people, right? Yeah. Some of them. Okay. So, uh, oh, they God. do a flashback sure. to, uh, before Second Impact. You get to see a young professor, uh, Futsuki. You get to see a young Gendo Akari. You get to see a young, uh, Yui Akari. Actually, no, it's not Gendo you Yukari. It's Gendo no, Rikumbungi. Yep, and you see you see Yui first. You do see Yui first, yeah. Yeah, great great fake out because you're like, oh god, this guy, here we go, and then you're like, oh yeah, it's this, it's not this. And Fuzuki definitely gets, gets some like weird vibes from Gendo from the very beginning. He's like, yo, this dude is, he's trouble. Like, yeah, he's a really ruffian. Yeah, because he's like, oh, Professor, my boyfriend called and says he needs to be bailed out of jail. And Fuyutsuki's like, oh, this is fine. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. This is like, what? And, uh. I'm sorry, what? 
then they uh they and they fast forward uh 14 i'm sorry i'm not 14 years they fast forward uh four years yui has a baby gendo invites professor uh futsuki onto a trip then the second imp- well i think well i think i think you you miss yes that's that's really important but i think you also miss like when they start off, you know, they, they show the second impact and then, you know, the, the heat image. And then they show yeah, yeah. the, the uh, open with the images of, like, the basically, like, boat cities that have sprung up yeah. in the old yeah in the old area because of the rising water level. And, like, you know, all these little small and they're ships. Like, and, like, again, sick title cards, 100% my shit. They're, like, you cannot, like... I, I you cannot describe the year after the second impact like it is too horrible to even like comprehend yeah and so you, which I'm you like, have Fusuki just saying like yo <laughs> I'm not a doctor but I'm the closest thing they got and I'm like I'm just trying to help figure something out because it's it's nuts out here can you imagine if like the all Antarctic ice melt it because of a massive explosion that would rock the climate of the earth they, they make mention the episode there's no more fall there's no more winter it's just yeah, it's summer just summer all year long which kind of like which gave i again weird thing but like it's just like boy they really lay on those cicadas pretty hard in mm-hmm. a lot of these episodes mm-hmm. it's like by the way it's summer i'm like yeah i get it but then it's like Oh, it's always it's summer. That's like summer. The, <laughs> that's the only season now. Oh, oh no. Earth has become yeah. a hellscape. <laughs> yeah, that 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 cicada is really sets in when you're like, oh, yeah, half the people aren't here, so it's really quiet, and it's also always summer, so they're just always here. I'm just like, oh, the, they make mention that uh, very briefly in this episode uh, that. Uh, after a certain point, no more children are being born, and they're trying to wonder why. And that comes up later, but that's such a creepy notion that a couple years after this major catastrophe, that there just are no more children being born in the world. And then no one figures out why. Yeah, but so then we we get... get, um... Futsuki getting a, you know, a note that they want to go on an expedition to the Antarctic, and he gets to uh, be reunited with Gendo, who once again, the the creep factor is turned up to eleven here. <laughs> some some very key bad vibes Gendo moments. Uh, is like. this is this where he starts to question? He you know he kind of asks about Gendo being in the Antarctic, but, you know, talking about how he just so barely managed to get out on time because of some reason, so he no, had to leave. No, uh, Gendo said that he had a different appointment, so he wasn't able to make the beginning of the expedition. Yes, yeah, so, you know, but just missed it by that much. He just, he got the Outlook invite for second impact, it was just like, uh... He hit, new. he hit tentative. Tentative. <laughs> <laughs> It was a real Facebook maybe, if you know what I mean. Brief aside, tentative is like my worst enemy when it comes to Outlook meetings. Like when some when an employee hits tentative, I want to walk to their desk and say, "Make a decision." Yes or no? <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> you can see a young Shinji. That's cute. You, yeah, a little baby um, Shinji. You get to see a Ritsuko's mom and a young uh, uh... young Ritsuko. That's cute. Oh, that's right. We have to talk about this in this episode. Um, but yeah, a couple other things. Uh, so, Yui, I think it's... Um, so, you also get some very good bad vibes, Gendo, from this because she says that she like works with Sele before the second impact, mm-hmm. which makes you just think like, ah, Man, I have a really bad feeling that like Gendo figured this out and it's like, hey, we should date because I like you. Also, your connections. Like just real bad vibes about 
He's like, oh. Don't get attached to Yui, because she dies this episode. Yeah. <laughs> they, she, um, she, they, they just straight up say, she hits 400% sync ratio with something, they say in this episode, and she no longer exists. And Gendo disappears from Nerve for like, I think they say three months. Nerve. 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 But yeah, Nerve. so we, we talk, you know, we talk about the, uh, you know, we talk about some of the post- post-second impact governmental stuff um you know i don't know if you guys noticed this but we get a we get a shot of the un artificial evolution laboratories chief of research so obviously bad vibes obviously bad vibes well we're led to believe that at least post-second impact some some interesting research has really been kicking up afterwards maybe before but Mm. definitely after Definitely after. Uh, you get to later on see that uh, Gendo, out of nowhere, after he's been, you know, working and uh, making out with Risuko's mom. We'll, we'll get to that later. Um, you get to see that Gendo's like, oh, by the way, how's everyone doing? Hey, I have a child now. Oh, oh <laughs> wait, hold on, back up. Where'd you get that child? Who gave you that child? Oh, this is Rei Ayanami. I'm uh, taking care of her for a friend permanently and Ritsuka says that looks a lot like Yui don't ask any more questions hard cut the scene, the scene yeah. literally hard cuts uh, when she says that yeah that like man this this episode is peak um like peak bad vibes Gendo like just in just so many ways because like first of all uh Fuyutsuki's like hey I'm gonna go public about all this bad Ava shit you're doing down here also with like the second impact and the Dead Sea Scrolls and I'm like I'm sorry what? <laughs> mm-hmm. The what now? The show just pops off. Um, yeah. One one thing we forgot to mention too is when Gendo is talking to Fusuki and taking him down into the the what will eventually become Nerve HQ. Mm-hmm. He talks about this massive geofront and underground facility. Yeah. And he said, "This isn't the only one." This was here before we got here. The other one Oop. was in the Antarctic. Oop. And he says, how did you build it? He's like, we didn't make it. It, it, it was here. Yeah, it would. That, I forgot about that. When, when I was rewatching, it, I was like, oh man, I must have blocked that because my mind can't comprehend it. And I still can't. It's like, well, no, someone gave Gendo, like, a sick Minecraft, like, world seed, and yeah. he just, like, used it. And it's well, like, in the, in these the big domes. In so the early sick. episodes, like, when you're talking about the Geofront, you're going down there, like, wow, what a feat of, like, post-war engineering of, like, mankind trying to really protect itself and, and do something wow, unique the Green to New Deal. save the planet. And it's like, <laughs> like oh, domes. no, this was here way before we got here, and, um... We we might have fucked with one. <laughs> yeah. Like hot 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 hot. Um. So uh, let's get to the end of this episode. So yeah, and then also Gendo at one point shows up. And it's like, oh yeah, this is a kid <laughs> that I very conspicuously named the name I would name a girl if she was my daughter. Yeah, that's a, someone that's... gave her to me. A friend gave her to me to child. Yeah, Ray forgot to mention that part. I did. Uh, my she apologies. has she has the name that I said we would name uh, if we had a girl. Yep, that that actually is really important. Let, let's end this episode. Uh, Ritsuko's mom, Doctor Akagi, she ends up trying to strangle Ray because she finds out Gendo like never loved Doctor Akagi, and someone who could it be shoots Doctor Akagi. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then you realize, oh, Dr. Akagi's brain is in the supercomputer Casper, not by her choice. Nope. 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 She was she was working yeah. on the Magi, and then she got murdered and had her brain forcibly placed into the Magi. Mm-hmm. Are we done with death? Because uh, Kaji gets killed this episode as well. Uh, <laughs> Bye. It's like, but yeah, so first of all, it's super weird that, like, this cool, like, this Ritsuko and, like, her mom have, like, a pretty fun relationship. Like, they, re- re- like, write letters back and forth. 
But then all of a sudden, like, she's, like, just strangling, like, a toddler out of nowhere. And I'm like... Her... She... What? Okay, like... She does make a mention to Ray. Kind of, this is weird. She says to Ray, you think you're special. You're not the only one. You could be replaced. Because she, like, dug around and, I guess, found out something about Ray. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Just, just weird... I don't know if I super. I don't think the show super sticks to the landing. Some of that stuff. Well, like, okay. I All I right. think I think that moment pays off later in in episode yeah. twenty four. It kind of explaining that, and and I can you know we can yeah. kind of touch on that when we get there. But oh, don't worry, we're on our way. Look, look real quick. Kazi gets shot because nerve special. Yeah. Po- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a nerve special forces find out what he's been snooping around and doing and that pill that he gave Masato yeah. was like his last secret yeah parting shot on Kaji here like <laughs> parting um oh yeah the harsh words uh my bad um I liked what they did with him in kind of his later episodes but I think just, like, his intro, like, just the first couple episodes that they did with him, like, just really killed my enthusiasm to, or, like, enjoyment of him as a character. You never loved Kaji. You never cared No, he sucked in the beginning because he was like, hey, you guys, does Masato still do that cool thing where she's like, is she still, like, a hot babe? Or- Is Masato still banging in bed? Sir, I'm 14. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like, yeah, is she? It's just, like, the stuff like that that's just, like... It's the beard. This guy sucks. Yeah, you just don't like his beard. Oh, my God. What his beard f- game isn't what? strong enough for you. Oh, my God. Those fucking... God. I don't know what it is. There's another, another show um, Sarah and I watch. Mm. Uh, called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It's really great. Um, and there's a character who, for a while, had very similar facial hair to Kaji. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, it's so bad. And then he shaved it, and i like, oh, he's getting a lot nicer. Very, very few people well. can pull off unkempt beard. It's not a beard. He has, like, two oh, hairs. Oh, unkempt. It's, my fault. Unkempt stubble. Yeah, it's just... But yeah, so it's like I'm supposed to be sad that Kaji is dead, but like it, I just didn't. They didn't really. I don't know. They just. It's like they found out too late. They're like, oh wait, no, he's supposed to be sympathetic. Oh no, oh, no. bang! And like tried to pivot him in like one episode, and like I just don't care. Like this guy sucks. Like, Moving on to the next episode. Moving to on. Episode what? What is this? Episode twenty-two. Yep. Uh, this is for you Oscar fans. Is this the Oscar episode? There's a lot of Oscar in this episode. It it does another cold open where Oscar basically yes. tries to make out with I love a cold open on the ship, like on her way to Tokyo Three. And Kaji ain't having none of it uh, because she's 14. Which, by the way, think of what you will of Kaji. He's not a creep. He, he like clearly expresses zero interest and then Asuka says I'm a woman I'm grown up and you find out throughout the entirety of this episode Asuka has had a really awful childhood uh, and it starts slowly revealing that as we go along she uh, keeps having flashback memories of her mother disappearing and this doll that keeps haunting her mind and She's having some very serious confidence attacks in the fact that she couldn't stop... Uh, which angel was that in episode 19? Help me out here. Was that the 14th? 13th? I want to say it was the 14th. I think so, yeah. She, because she just got owned, uh, she was decapitated and disarmed within seconds of the angel attack, and Shinji was the one to save the day. Uh... She's taking that really hard. Yeah. Like, it's... You get a, lo- a lot more Asuka. Like, I think... I found Asuka very brash and annoying previously, but, like... 
I think this did a really great job to show that, like, because she talks about how much, like, she's, like, I don't need external validation. I do this for myself. But it's, like, so clear that she desperately does need that. And it's really hard. And uh, it's it's just some of that stuff is, like, really tough. Cause, and I think I think works pretty well. It's just... um. It does. And just because, like, just because kind of how this episode ends, too, with, like, because, like, normally in, like, a Monster of the Week type episode, it's, like, the, you know, the character's going through a hard time, kind of pulls it together and wins the day. But, like, the end of this episode, Asuka's still not doing great. Like, she, the, they, they, she pretty much completely fails the mission as hard as possible. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. There's a lot lot of build-up to that. There's, like... They get yes. her back into nerve, and she has the lowest sync nerve. ratio. They're afraid she's not even going to be able to sync with an Ava anymore. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like she was sinking at like twenty percent or something, which is wait, wait, bad. When you need to achieve a hundred percent sync ratio to sync with this uh, human, uh, let's just call them humans. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They're, they're still giant robots with fingernails. And then Ray gives her a pep talk in the elevator saying, you know, basically pull it together. You know, just whatever you're struggling with, let it go. Asuka doesn't take it well. She's still pissed at Shinji. And uh, now we get to an angel attack. And man, man, I know it's been a couple episodes since we've had ourselves a proper angel attack. This was kind of scary. Oh boy, this one does something unique. So Asuka is trying to aim the the now reformed and now more uh, carryable Positron rifle. She's doing that whole thing where she's zeroing on the target. It looks like just a light in the sky. It's called the Angel of Light. And uh, it just shines a, after she misses the shot. It just shines a ray at her. And, and it's not just like a laser. It's like heavenly yes. light like the um it's like the hallelujah it is the hallelujah chorus, chorus. and uh whoo oh boy she the, the translation in this is actually me and josh were talking about earlier how the netflix translation gets some things wrong uh if you turned on subtitles you'll see here oscar actually says the word stop raping my mind and that instantly desmonetized this video but there's a point of why she said stop raping my mind is because she keeps using the words it's defiling me, it's making me unclean, stop doing this to me. Like she is it's in her case she's being violated. It's yeah. Like it, it it's just like a giant ray of sunlight being blasted at this Ava, but it's like very clearly like trying to like get into her mind and find the things that will weaken her. It's like the angels, it's, I don't know how much of this is a factor, but, like, the angels, like, in the first episode are, like, in the first episode, it's, like, a, a fight robot. Mm-hmm. But the angel in this episode, like, I don't know if they're getting smarter or if that's really a, something that plays into the show at all, really, um, in, like, the final episodes and stuff, but, like, now that it's like the angels understand that like there's like a mental aspect to be attacked mm-hmm. here and uh, i th- actually uh, yes i'm correct about this because it's something that is very explicit in episode 24 i would say uh what is um, it selay remember when selay was like drilling gendo on like the nano virus attack like was that an angel not? Yeah. it's because the dead sea scrolls uh, have set out how many angel attacks there might possibly be. And they know the worst thing possible happens after I think it's like the 14th. The one where Shinji ate the angel. They know what whatever number the angel that is. They're like, okay, that is like one of the worst angels. And like the world changes once this happens. We must prepare for this. And because Shinji, not Shinji, I'm sorry. Gendo lied to Sele. They weren't properly prepared for that angel to come by. Uh, so then they acknowledge, okay, our count was off, clearly, and they weren't properly prepared for this angel of light, which is, uh, making Asuka relive her 
dead mother killing herself and trying to take her with her. Uh, which is awful. Uh, and her mother being in a psych ward yeah. before she killed herself. And Asuka having these introspective revelations of like what it means to be a woman. What it means to be a human. What it means to be alive. Some deep... Yeah, it's it gets again. I think a lot of this worked for me because it was like, like it's you know it kind of has episode kind of has a bummer ending, but it is like kind of, you know, part of it is kind of hard. Like that she is, this is someone who is like, very clearly and very loudly like, um, like I don't need any anybody any validation from anyone but it's like so clear that that's something that she wants so badly and like needs mm -hmm. and um like she even takes a like even when she takes a phone call from i can't remember but she like i think she's yelling at shinji in this episode for some reason and just like the way oh she renamed shinji she doesn't even call him shinji anymore she refers to him as idiot shinji that's the only way she'll address him anymore. And uh, she's yelling over the phone. Well, she's actually having a conversation with her uh, her stepmother in German. And then she like has a sympathetic conversation earlier in the episode with Shinji just saying, she's my stepmother, she's not my real mother, it's just very peaceable. And then she like breaks it like, wait, why am I telling you all of this? You're just an idiot. And then like, walk she has like a character moment and then walks away from it. She goes back into... This woman needs therapy mode. Very much so. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, so all that stuff is happening, and then they order um, Ray in Ava Unit 2. Zero. You, z shit. Zero. Oh, no, I'm getting owned! Owned! <laughs> you didn't even watch the show, Mike. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, uh, to get the Spear of... Longinus. Yeah. Get the spear of Longina. From the scene is sick, the, by the way. From the angel. The yeah, they angel. say it's Adam. That that they got the Adam that is living in the basement, the, which produces the LCL fluid. <laughs> which produces the LCL. We get a we get a really cool shot of Unit Zero on the the like hand elevator descending thing going yeah. down into the central dogma to that is so dope looking and uh when the uh, creepy thing when she pulls out the sphere of longinus longinus whatever uh adam grows his legs back bad vibe <laughs> i was like no, instantly put that back in we'll we'll do something else it'll be fine put it back in put it back in oh my god put it back in put it back Butsuki in. is uh, saying like sir there has to be something else we can do besides what you're wanting to happen <laughs> this is the worst idea game just like nah nah b we got this ray throw the spear at the angel of light <laughs> But yeah, then uh, Unit Zero, yeah, she she just yeets the spear right into space and just um, just super fucks the angel up, just like, oh my god. Yep. It was real dope. But then they're like, "Yay, we did it! We did it!" And then someone brings up, "Oh no, it's stuck in space." How do we get? <laughs> how do we get it back? Well, well, sir. Right like, now, it's in geosynchronous orbit with the moon, so we don't. Like, <laughs> you can, you have a ship to fly an Ava from an Ava. That thing's not light. It's very heavy and big. Mm -hmm. Can Ava's to breathe fly in space? one of those from America to Japan? But you can't. You can't. You're telling me you can't get the fucking most, I quite li the <laughs> literally the it's the you, most important the most powerful weapon to defend humanity, as just evidenced by how much it immediately fucked it, up. It that is angel. clearly the anti-angel device. You have device. no way to get that back from space. You're just gonna leave it there. I do want to agree That's a little it? bit with Mike that hey, our trump card is floating around the moon. Can we get it? And one of the scientists says, nope, it's too heavy. Excuse you! 
What? <laughs> what is cost in this world? What is and money? At, and Bab and at and least like, it stopped at the moon. <laughs> it's true. That's true. And, and, and like in classic bad vibes, Gendo was like, "I'm meant for this." He did. He does say that. Perfectly part. He of the absolutely says it's like, that. It, it's like when I. I if I'm like playing somebody in Smash Bros and I immediately lose two lives and they still have all their lives, I'm like, this is part of the plan. I meant this. I, this is part of the plan. And it's like, wait, if you have thirty fucking thousand goddamn plans, of course it's when one of them. Like, <laughs> God, just how do you? Do, That's how. Put a rock. Put some little rocket boobs or just to scoot it back towards Earth so it comes down eventually. You saw how that thing tore through the atmosphere on the way up. It's going to be fine on the way down. Just go get it. Oh, my God. So, But what if it hitting the ground caused the third impact? Josh is my right. They really don't that. know what tech they're messing with. Because whatever the spirit of Longinus is, it's enough to keep well, Adam uh, not only sustained, but from instantly regenerating its limbs. Which it can just do. Uh, not just like Wolverine regeneration. Nah, B! It's whole torso in a second. Yeah, like, dude, if I, I, if like, I unplug my phone charger from the wall, and it and the outlet immediately grows legs, I am plugging that shit back <laughs> immediately. Uh, it's like, oh hell, we can't have that. Mm-mm. Nope. Let's go on and get to what I call literally the creepiest episode in the series. Like, it still makes my skin crawl, and I watched it twice while I was rewatching it. This is episode 22. There's a reason it makes your skin crawl. Stop! I can't handle that right now. <laughs> I, I cannot. So, <laughs> that was not good. I didn't like I, that. It, no, no. So, Oscar's uh, taking uh, part two of losing to Angel Bad. She's just hanging out at her friend Hikari's house, playing some Sega Genesis. Shout out to playing Sega Genesis in 1995. I see you, Asuka. I see you. And, uh, to be fair, I think it's a Seika, but you know, whatever. It's a Seika. <laughs> Seika. Uh, moving on. Asuka's, Asuka's confidence is trying to be like, wise from your grave. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we start this episode piece. with a lot of um, downtrodden women. We get we get Misato quite upset about um, Kaji's yeah, passing. She's... and It's bad. Man, this was this was really hard to watch. She's yeah. like so clearly not like her like yay malt beer woo self. It's like I'm not gonna answer the phone for three days, and I'm just there's it's, legitimate it's, pain happening here. It's very bad. It's not good. Now, what I love about this series is this series never treats like the thoughts of like uh mortality and depression lightly like most giant robot animes do. This is just like, no, she lost, like, her lover, her best friend. She's going to be taking it hard for, like, months. And there are some days where she's just locked in her room, drinking beer, eating ramen, re-listening to a phone recording. And you're like, damn, man, that got real. Yeah, it's, it's That's real. That's real. Uh, it's bad. You know, we're not too long before we have an angel attack. No, wait, there's a nice, beautiful little shot of the Sphere of Longinus just orbiting around the moon. And we have, uh... You're telling me you could... To... Once again, Mike freak. Put a big rope on it. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> like, we make use of rope technology. Pull that shit back. Like, <laughs> How do you not have any sort of mechanism... How do you not have any sort of mechanism to get that back? Like, So this angel... But, you know, if it comes in too fast, it obviously is the third impact. Possibly. Obviously, uh, they were actually... You know, we didn't cover this in the last episode. Uh, Misato brought up, like, wait. If Ray touches the Spear of Longinus while it's attached to Adam, won't that cause third impact? And Gendo doesn't say anything! And then Ray obviously pulls out the Spear, and Misato says, Oh, wait a minute! You lied to us! And she, like, says it in her mind. But she's like, Oh! Oh, motherfucker! <laughs> like she, she has that like internal thing. I for, uh, we forgot to bring that up, but that is important. Wait, what? Oh no! Yeah, yeah, because Ray, you should have put that shit back in. <laughs> oh no! So going on to episode twenty-three, it's the Ring of Light Angel. Uh, they uh, deploy Oscar for what reason? I don't know. 
Um, oh, I think uh, just um, mm. uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, uh, Rainbow Council is very mad at Gendo for using. Oh yeah, spear. that's very that, that's important. Um, You're right. They're like, why would you do that? And why would we have no means to recover it? Like Mike said, and and Gendo's like, sorry, V. It seems like I have fucked up, but I did not, I promise. And I'm like, ah, I also do that at work, Endo, and I'm also lying, so it's fine. To be um, fair, I'm with Sele on this one. Like, you threw what? Where? <laughs> also, I really wish um, Discord video had a feature where I could, like, it would still transmit, transmit video, but it would just portray me as a giant gray obelisk because it's like audio only. But it's like, also, here's a giant picture of a giant gray obelisk. And I'm like, Mike sound only. Wait, that's illegal. That's... <laughs> so uh, that then, then the angel starts attacking because uh, Gendo's like, ah, we have more important matters to attend to. Like this angel attack that we can't defeat with the Spear of Longinus, which... Uh, because, because it's gone Because it's orbiting the moon right now. <laughs> Which, by the way, even as a child, that cracked me up. <laughs> yeah, it's just, they keep showing it, too. Like, each episode, they're like, yeah, that's still there. <laughs> uh, Spear cam. So, uh, when they deploy Asuka, uh, she has 0% sync ratio with her Ava. It won't move. She can't do anything. Uh, she's too depressed. They pull her out, like, instantly. And they're like, alright, that didn't work. Uh, go ahead and... And Misato says remove her as the second child. Uh, she can't sync with the Neva. Second children. Second, oh, you're right. This this Netflix translation, I swear. The second children. <laughs> the fourth children. It's, it's like no. That it's, was it's, so it's easy child. not to get wrong, it kind of angers me. Anyways... And they deploy Ray, and uh, the Angel of Light does something uh, very, uh, what, what, what do you guys say, Let's say uh, creepy? Uh, invasive, perhaps? Non-consensual. Very non-consensual, very bad. yeah. Uh, I don't want to use the R word too many times in this episode, but uh, what else do you call that? It enters so it's like, the oh, it's making my skin all goopy, and uh, there's a face on my hand. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, that happens to Shinji later. Everything's fine. Once again, we, we seem to have the angels trying to break into the psyche of the, the humans via indirect or now direct contact. Yeah. Now they're just straight up touching humans. Yeah. And it's asking Ray, like, hey, do you want to join us? Like, what does that mean? No, you want to become one of us. No, seriously, it's cool. Just do it. Just, just do just it. Do like, it. You know, it's all right. Just one hit, man. One hit won't hurt you. <laughs> Like, the angel is inside her mind asking her, what does it mean to share a heart? You probably don't know, but I'll share my heart with you. I'm like, all right, that's really effed up to say to a human being in the compromised situation. That's this, this angel knows what it's doing. And uh, Masato says, all right, plan B isn't working. Deploy Shinji. And Gendo says, yes, because they're afraid to deploy Ava Unit 1 because it's a god now. It can now run on unlimited energy uh, with its S2 core, which means it has unlimited AT field, which means it's capable, if Shinji really wants to, of destroying the world, and nothing can stop it. Because let's recall all the way back to, I think, episode 15, how many N2 mines could they throw into that angel? And Shinji might die, but the aim was fine! It was 992! That's all the N2 mines in the world. That, imagine that. We could throw every nuke in the world at this thing. The pilot inside's dead. But the the unit is fine. What did you guys build? That's an absolute unit. <laughs> that is an absolute unit. And now it has unlimited energy. I can't I can't stress that enough. Uh... But yeah, so so Shinji Shinji deploys and basically immediately gets bodied as well like they, yeah he he does a couple juke moves and then the angel is now also interfacing with him all so. the there are a lot of great moments in the series where it's like ava deployed immediately getting fucked up <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Yeah, it's not like the other giant like, robot. Other one was like death screaming cube, and where it's like, yay, deployed, Whee! <laughs> at least, at least this time Shinji has been doing this long enough. He at least got one juke move in. He did, and he stabbed it with his knife. But then the end of the angel turned into Ray, and it started gooping ah, all over his hands. It said, "Why are you hurting us? We just want to love you." Like, what is this show? I forgot about this. So Ray, Ray sees, sees all of this and says, you know what? You know what I got to do? Let me pull this red handle. Self-destruct in the Ava. Creepiest self-destruct sequence in an anime I've ever seen, ever. It's like, I'm going to eat that angel. I'm going to suck that angel. Give me, give me, give me that angel. It, it, so Did you guys see that? Unit Zero just kind of... Wait, did we talk about the Ava graveyard in that one other? Was episode? that in episode twenty two? Because that was fucked up. Yeah, all the all the gigantic skeletons in, in the in the flashback. Uh, that was in the that might have been the Fuyutsuki. birth. That might have been in the uh, birth of Nerve. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. That's coming um, up in episode uh, twenty uh, four, I do believe. No, yeah, no, no. The Ava graveyard that. comes up here. That comes up uh, yeah. uh, later on in this episode. Okay, so we're getting to that. Uh, before Ray like gets blown up because she told her Ava to go into self destruct mode, uh, which by the way destroys Tokyo Three, uh, because she blew up. <laughs> you know what? It's how much force it takes to self destruct an Ava. It's Tokyo Three or the world. So I get it. Uh, Ray's unit artistically turns into Ray, like for just like it's five frames. That's all it is, and you see Unit Zero turn into Ray, and then it forms a halo, and it blows up. Yep, and then boom. Uh, Shinji's fine, because he's in Ava Unit 1, and we already covered how indestructible that thing is. Uh, lost, its, lost its lower half, but still alive. Still good. Still good. <laughs> it's a little damage. It's still good. It's still good. Uh, Ray is gone. Like, let, let's hover on that for a second. For all intents and purposes, Rei is gone. Everyone is mourning her. Gendo and Fiyotsuki go back to that chamber where Rei was in that, like, tank, uh, naked, and said, okay, that's fine. Very next scene, Rei is sitting there with bandages on. And uh, Shinji's like, oh, I'm glad you're okay. And even Rei says, what are you talking about? Like, oh, you... you you, you sacrificed yourself to save me and save the world. Like, is that what I did, huh? I must be the third one. Hard cut! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The show loves the hard cut! No, I'm the third. Uh, well, what that means, but... But wait, then that... that wait, but you're... Mike, I said hard cut! <laughs> oh. This show... The, the director... Uh, cannot get enough of that hard cut after a weird question. Uh, what's his name? They're back in Gendo's office and Futsuki says like, Hey, uh, the leader Sele is not going to be happy when they learn like, Ray is still alive. They're going to have questions. And Gendo's like, don't worry. I got <laughs> I got this. Why don't you go instead? I was like, wait, that's not a good plan. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, let's get to the creek. Classic bad vibes. Classic, again. classic Gendo. So we get, we get, we get, uh, you know, somebody getting interrogated in the nude. Yeah, he, Gendo sends Ritsuko to no do peeking. this in the nude. Kind, yep. kind of effed and up then, for a variety of reasons. And then Misato is finally looking at the chip that Kaji gave her, trying to find some answers. Apparently she found enough answers to where she holds Ritsuko at gunpoint at Terminal Dogma yep. and says, Alright! Open the door! And by the way, give me that lore dump. I'm yeah. taking Shinji with but, me. But, okay. Where did Shinji come from? <laughs> he was just in the corner. Did you congeal out of goo again? That's Shinji's like, new power. Like, Ritsuko's like, fine, but he's coming too. And it's like, he's there. It's like, 
fuck are you doing here, kid? How long you been there? Can anyone just sneak in the terminal dogma? <laughs> there's a there's a serious guard problem at Terminal Dogma in that Do there is not none. Do you have key card access? <laughs> it's not even like high level Kaji got in there whenever he wanted. Seriously, so, so, that's a. you see, like, it's like somebody swiped, uh, swiped in for Shinji, and then, you know. Like, that's another that's thing. Yeah, there's single swipe. Shinji forgot his badge, so someone no just swiped him in. Just... <laughs> no tailgating. No tailgating. Mm-hmm. Y'all know. So. But yeah, so we get the uh, we get the shot of the artificial evolution laboratory. Yep. And a lab that looks strangely like Ray's apartment, because it is a recreation of Ray's apartment. Yep. Because they say they need a familiar environment to thrive. Who's they, you might ask? Uh, well, first they show us the Ava graveyard, which is yeah. just gigantic skeletons in a cross shape. It's like... And they're like, oh, this is the graveyard. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? It's like, oh, we tried to prototype, but God. I'm like, you, you we, did what now? We failed a lot. <laughs> did you think about... The, the, the repercussions of that. Did, did what? Oh. I, I, what I love about this, and it's so subtle, is that Masato and Risco are best friends. But this entire like five minutes, Masato has her gun trained on Ritsuko, a uh, finger on yeah. trigger the entire time. She's gonna end her if she doesn't like get the answers that she wants. I really like. I think their relationship is like very interesting, and I think it's like one of my favorite like relationships in the show is because it's like they're two very different people that like work together, um, and but they're like have a, they have similar goals, but I, uh, but but they have a uh, very high, we have a very different information level between the two, yeah, and, and it's. I lo I love that dynamic because it's like when it when things are going like it just the attention is very good but the, there's just so much like like complexity and depth there that really I think is very good. Well, and and so w when we get to the scene where we are seeing um, you know Risuko basically spill all the secrets to Misato and Shinji and and she shows the. <coughs> the graveyard and the clones and whatnot. <clears throat> you get to the point too, where she starts to break down and Misato kind of talks about, and, and going back to Ritsuko's mom, what happened is like those who chase the Avas, who obsess about the Avas, they, you know, at, at some point they hit their limit. They, they start to break down and we see Ritsuko just like starting to lose her mind because she has, lost herself in this project and in Gendo and in Nerve and Nerve. <laughs> you know, done done unspeakable things in the pursuit of the Ava. They uh you just offhandedly mentioned the that of Ray clones that are in Terminal Dogma and they said, by the way, this is what powers the dummy plug. It's a Ray clone. Like, oh oh yeah, we're just aside and then Ritsuka says, "Oh, uh, by the way, I am so." Oh, there's a there's a kill button, and then she pushes it, and then they all disintegrate. like disintegrate. It's not just like, not just like, oh, they're all like dead now. It's just like, oh, we made it so that like, their bodies will blow up, and you just have to sit there and watch this. And I'm just like, dark. Oh, talk about uncomfortable imagery. Okay. Yeah, and then there's a. Uh, more like bad vibes, Ritsuko, Am I right? <laughs> Ritsuko has been giving us bad vibes since like episode five. I want to say she did yeah. sabotage Jet alone because she said like the Avas are the only way. Like, all right, I'm, I'm open to other ideas yeah. as well. I, I like nuclear power. A nuclear powered Ava doesn't sound bad. <laughs> I mean, you know, I like an assist every now and then, but I guess I guess not. <laughs> Skendo has other plans for you. She mentions a whole paragraph on how the Avas are created. All the Avas are clones of Adam. And Adam is a human being. And they just drop that in a sentence. And just boop. 
And Masato says, so Aver's a human? She And Risuka says, yeah, Aver's a humans. Yeah. No, they're dogs. What do NBD. you think, they're not, they're not angels. They're humans. Yep. They're cybernetically controlled humans, and uh, that armor, that's not armor. Those are all control restraints. Yep. It does, the armor doesn't matter. Not really. Because they're AT field, which all humans have. I repeat again, all humans have an AT field. Just uh, angels and Avas know how to manifest theirs. And she dro- she just drops in the sentence what I mentioned uh, and what uh, I think it was Futsuko mentioned like two episodes ago. There's no more children being born in the world because something called the Chamber of Goth was empty. And whenever they awakened Adam, that closed the door to the Chamber of Goth and no more souls are allowed in the world. And with this entire, like, two minutes, you're like, stop! You need to stop right now! <laughs> Pause! Wait. You can't be doing this! Every, every human has an absolute terror. Yes. Right? Yep. Is that is that what you're telling yes. me? Yes. Yep. Can I, like, invert my AT field to turn myself into an orb with a weird shadow? Angels can do that. Can I, but, you can, but you can, can try. It? And there, and she says there's not that much difference between an angel and an Ava. Matt, stop trying to be an orb. <laughs> tried. Tried. He tried. It didn't work. <laughs> Just keep doing it. Just keep doing Just it. Just keep trying. <laughs> well, if you want to see if Mike is successful at turning his... AT field. Oh yeah, the episode just ends it. after then. Thank you, Josh. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm a little pissed about that. After that axe kick of information, they're like, end what? <laughs> and just like that episode ended, so's this one. So uh Bam. since we're 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 getting kinda long, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do 24, 25, 26 in another episode because shit gets crazier from here. I know it's hard to believe, <laughs> but yes. Um, so to keep up with uh, Mike turning his AT field inverting and turning into a shadow monster and the next episode make sure you subscribe <laughs> to here at YouTube at Unscript Podcast get us on Facebook Tell at the big Unscripted floppy. Gaming get us at Twitter at Unscript underscore Gaming anywhere you listen to podcasts Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Google Play, Apple Music you can get us in your ears thank you for listening Postscripted my name is Josh my- leave us a five star review I'm my Mike my name is Ray peace Stop.